Burton, your host, joined by Jerry Hamilton of Inside Texas and on three. Uh, Jerry on site today uh, at the stadium right now. Uh, the Longhorns, the reason we're coming to you guys, the Longhorns literally just dropped the depth chart less than 30 minutes ago. Uh, we've got it up on Inside Texas if you want the full uh, look at it. Uh, we'll give you a special code now. We're doing a special code for On Texas Football for subscriptions to Inside Texas. Uh, get you a little bit cheaper subscription as an introductory offer. Jerry, what is the very latest right now on the depth chart and the big news? Uh, Neto Umiozulu did not show up on the depth chart produced by Texas, but you're hearing something very different. Yeah, I, I, I got a word from a source that not only is he expected to play today, he may be the uh, first or second guard off the bench today uh, on Saturday, today against the season opener against Rice. So I think it was a depth chart error is what we're learning right now. Um, people are also asking about the uh, – um, somebody's asking how many Zimas I've had at the tailgate already. I've had none. Um, <laughs> but I can tell you I'm already sweating. I've been walking around. Those that are not on Inside Texas, I've been posting photos on the uh, Texas Rice weekend thread from – you know, Rodney Terry with recruits, beach volleyball with recruits, everything around Vivo Boulevard. So I'm, I'm going to need a refreshment soon. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, well, Jerry, uh, let's look at the Matt. If you don't mind putting up that entire, um, uh, the entire uh, depth chart, so Jerry and I can go through it. Uh, we also have a list of games we want to hit uh, real quick as well. But let's look at this, Jerry. Starting yep. at quarterback, we debated this all camp, or for yep. Malik Murphy and Arch Manning. Look, I, I think there's a chance we see both of those guys if the game gets to that point today. I'm not saying it's a lot, uh, but I think there's a chance. But I think if Arch could get us some into some games, get his feet wet, but they could preserve uh, the red shirt, maybe that's what happens, uh, barring a major injury to Quinn Ewers, which uh, all Texas fans hope doesn't happen again this year. I, you look at the very next position. I mean, there's a bunch of little bitty uh, tweaks and surprises on this jet chart. Go to the very next one, Jerry. Uh, it is C.J. Baxter or Jonathan Brooks as a starter, followed by Keelan Robinson and then Jaden Blue. Uh, Baxter, we were talking about it and have been talking about it, made his move late in fall camp. Apparently a co-starter, at least listed that way right now, with the junior from Hallettsville. Uh, so a freshman from Orlando, Florida, junior for Hallettsville, going to be the key guys toting the rock for the Longhorns today. Let me tell you something, that Bobby. That speaks to how great of a fall camp C.J. Baxter's had. I don't care if he's a five-star or not. I don't care if he was an early enrollee or not. It speaks to his mental makeup, guys. His mental makeup is there enough that this staff would trust him to start the opener of the season, his first game of his career, start over guys. Keelan Robinson has an NFL grade. Obviously, he's a different type of back. Jonathan Brooks will have an NFL grade after this year. That says a lot for C.J. Baxter. That season says a lot for what Tashard Choice is seeing from him. We'll see who rolls out first, but I think it's pretty clear these guys are going to be the co-starters 1A, 1B at running back. That's what the early indication is, Bobby. Yeah, you look at it right now, Jerry, the next up, uh, the wide receiver group. If, Matt, you can move that up a little bit so people can see it on the screen. Xavier Worthy on the outside, followed closely by Jonte Cook, uh, the freshman from DeSoto making his mark. Uh, wide receiver on the uh, slot uh, area, Jordan Whittington, a senior out of Cuero. Uh, two true freshmen backing him up, DeAndre Moore and Ryan Niblett, uh, two and three. There's no or between them. So Moore is that second string yep. slot right now. 
the guy that we've been waiting to see what would happen, A.D. Mitchell, Adonai Mitchell, uh, the transfer from Georgia, is now uh, the official starter as expected. But there is an or uh, in backup behind him, Casey Kane, a third-year player. He's, he's redshirted his freshman year out of New Orleans, Warren Easton, and Isaiah Nayor, the transfer senior from Wyoming, uh, running two and three, their co-starter, their co-backups uh, right now. No major surprises there, Jerry. I would say, though, it kind of turned out as we expected with Jonte Cook yeah. being second team behind Xavier Worthy. Well, I, I think, look, after the spring, Jonte Cook, DeAndre Moore, those were expected. Those guys both had really good springs. We'd heard all summer they'd put in the work. They've come in with the right mindset, especially John Tay Cook. I'm not looking for a super chat, UT boy. I'm just giving him credit for his work. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Niblett is the one for me because he was not an early enrollee. But we've heard, you know, Sark mentioned him. Quinn Ewers was the first guy to mention him early in fall camp. And I kind of put that one in my mind. I said, oh, whoa, 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 now, watch out now. Quinn just mentioned Ryan Niblett early on. <laughs> And then Steve Sarkeesian mentioned Ryan Niblett. So what is interesting about it is we knew he, Ryan Niblett's an explosive athlete, but what you didn't know is he came in so raw mentally, how quickly was, gonna, was he going to pick things up? He's picked things up enough that Sarkeesian's mentioned his toughness and competitiveness uh, in depth and um, press conferences, and now he's in the depth chart, which means there's a good chance he gets on the field today, Bobby. All right, tight end, no surprises there. Jatavian Sanders, uh, the returning starter, second team preseason All-American, uh, ahead of Gunnar Helm, Juan Davis ranked third team. Both freshmen, according to Eric Nalene over at Inside Texas, uh, uh, Spencer Shannon and Will Randall right now, we expect to redshirt, although we may see one or two of them uh, today in mop-up duty. Remember, freshmen can play in four games, yet maintain their uh red shirt season. All right, Matt, move this depth chart up so we can go over it with folks a little bit. Let's look at the entirety of the offensive line. And this is what put us in a little bit of a question mark uh, <laughs> earlier today when we saw Neto Umiozulu's name not there uh, uh, at left guard backing up Hayden Connor. Uh, Kelvin Banks at left tackle, not, not unexpected. Cam Williams, uh, like we expected, is the backup at both left tackle and right tackle. Jerry, you've been mentioning that yeah. Trevor Goosby, the first freshman uh, at left tackle, followed by Jaden Chapman. Um, Malik Ogbo will be wearing number 80 as the bonus-sized tight end at times today. Peyton Kirkland, left guard. Jake Majors, Connor Robertson, the two centers. Cole Hudson uh, might see some action there today as well. DJ Campbell and Cole Hudson listed as, Cole, as co-starters. Now, Campbell, uh, according to Sarkeesian, said he would go on the field first Yep. But Hudson still there. Connor Stroh uh, back up. Right tackle, of course, a 35-game starter for the Longhorns uh, in Christian Jones, followed by Cam Williams, as we mentioned, and Andre Kojo, the freshman uh, out of uh, the Dallas area at Mansfield Timber. Jerry, your thoughts on what you're seeing on this, other than let's let's repeat what you said earlier, we still expect Neto Umiozulu to play. We think this is a depth chart. Uh, malfunction. Yeah, we think this is a depth chart error, and Neto would be the number two left guard, and he could be the first or second uh, guard in the rotation into the game. I, I look at this depth chart, Bobby, and you know what I'm looking at right now? I'm blown away at how different this depth chart looks than before Steve Sarkeesian was hired. It's taken th three years now for this to come to fruition, but this is what an offensive line depth chart should look like. This is large humans, 
multiple guys that can play left tackle, multiple guys that can play right tackle, depth at guard. I think what's interesting is will we see Cole Hudson at just right guard today or will is Connor Robertson the number two center? I, I think that'll be interesting to watch because Connor Robertson was the number two center last season. He just that was he was only he was going to redshirt. He was only going to come into the game if Jake Majors had a serious injury. But now that Cole Hudson's been in the program longer, who's actually the number two center will be interesting to see. Uh, but DJ Campbell, look, we've been saying he was going to uh, uh, win that right guard job, and he has won that right guard job. But Cole Hudson, look, how many? If he's the sixth man on the offensive line, how many six men are there better than that in the country on the offense? That's Jabari Rice of football on the offensive line. That's a like that's a guy who started thirteen games as a true freshman, guys. I, I'm interested. They did put the oar next to DJ Campbell and Cole Hudson. Hudson, of course, started every game last year for the Longhorns uh, before having offseason surgery. Campbell, a five-star recruit, trying to overtake him in the offseason. Um, we'll see how that plays out, not just this weekend, but in the weeks to come uh, as uh, Cole Hudson fights for that uh, position. I, I just said, well. Bobby, I had to laugh. Somebody said Peyton Kirkland's been fasting over the summer because I think they meant 350 on the depth chart. And it says, there we go. <laughs> I think that is true. <laughs> That's a good point, my man. That's a good point. Uh, all right. Hey, Jerry, let's let's talk about the uh, special offer we have for fans real quick. Uh, new offer going up uh, for Inside Texas. We've been offering $1 for a month. We're now going to do $1 for two months, but only for people that uh, are on Texas football guys, go to uh, Inside Texas and put in the monthly promo code, okay, to subscribe, OTFIT23. It's a special offer. We're doing this only for uh, a week or so now. Uh, so if you want to see the latest depth chart in full, the latest news and notes from Joe Cook, Paul Wadlington, uh, myself, Jerry, Eric Nalin, our publisher, uh, as well as Justin Wells, go to InsideTexas.com. Uh, take advantage of this promo code. All right, Jerry, let's talk defense. Uh, we're going to get to a couple questions. Uh, hey, hey, Bobby, uh, Bobby, real quick, tell everybody about the uh, watch-along today as well because we've had a couple of questions. Okay, yeah. So Aaron Hogan will be starting the watch-along or, or watch with us is what, we're, what we call it um, at 2.15 today starting. Uh, myself will join – I will join him for the first quarter. Eric Nalin uh, joins him for the second quarter. Ian Boyd and Jerry are going to join for the third quarter, and then Jerry and Aaron will take it home for the fourth, and that will be uh, sponsored by Viking Fence, Brain Vault, uh, a couple of others as well. I think a collision, uh, car collision. Uh, we've got a very big slate coming up, and then following that, we have the postgame show with myself, Rod Babers, and Andrew Kelson, uh, linebacker, uh, national championship uh, winner uh, for the Longhorns, joining alongside as well. Um, Jerry, you're on 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 site right now. It's early. It's 10:15. The game's at 2:30. What's the excitement like there on campus? Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of people rolling around, walking around right now. I've seen. Uh, you know, look. There's. I've seen uh, basketball visitors. I saw Rodney Terry and Frank Hate. They have uh, two official visitors, three unofficial visitors in town. I've seen beach volleyball. The new beach volleyball staff with visitors walking around today. A lot of fans out. Uh, Bevo Boulevard's getting going. The music's getting going right now. Uh, it's it's a great atmosphere. I mean, especially considering how I'm sweating right now. I've been walking around for about 45 minutes just taking photos, putting them on inside Texas for the, the fans who can't be out here today. Uh, but it's it, there's a lot of people jacked up today. Uh, the uh, UT team shop's going to do a lot of business today. That I'll tell you. I can see it already. Hey, do, do us a favor. Visit Inside Texas. I'll tell you, Jerry's doing a great job with that thread right now. 
Uh, it feels like you're there if you're not able to go to the game uh, today. And that's that's kind of what we want to try to bring you guys that are sitting at home or unable to go. Uh, you get a chance to really feel the atmosphere uh, that uh, not only Steve Sarkeesian, but Chris Del Conte, the athletic director, has created at the University of Texas. It's so much different than it was just five years ago, in my opinion. And, and you know, a, a rising tide lifts all ships. I say that a lot. I mean it. Everybody's a part of it. All right, let's look at the, the defensive one. D-line's uh, D interesting, Bobby. D-line's interesting. We got to talk about this. Okay, Jack, is uh, what, which is the strong side defensive end, Baron Sorrell, followed by Chris Ross, then Jamon Tapp. The two redshirt freshmen, we didn't know which way this one, the backup role there would go. We still think Justice Finkley might That's be right. the ultimate backup. Yeah. We'll see. De uh, Alfred Collins uh, starting at defensive tackle along with uh, Tavondre Sweat, uh, Vernon Broughton, Jeray Bledsoe, Byron Murphy, Aaron Bryant, Trill Carter. They've got two defensive tackles, a nose tackle. They're saying they're starting with what looks like a 3-4, um, well, more than a, than a – uh, or even a 3-2. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah, and I think what – Here's thing, a couple of things that jump out to me, Bobby, is then that the depth at D, on the interior D-line this year. We had been here and Aaron Bryant was playing well against the run. He's listed a hell of Trill Carter. Trill Carter played 500 and something snaps. Now, we don't know if Trill Carter been battling an injury or something. We don't know that. But that immediately caught my eye, Bobby, because that means somebody's making a move. We know Jure Bledsoe's made a move. I think he's created an extra spot on the depth chart, honestly. I think he's created an extra position with his play. His play, Bledsoe, and Alfred Collins' play, I think is enabling Texas to look at more multiple fronts this year. I really think that's what we're seeing right now is that Jure Bledsoe coming on like he has and Alfred Collins being a much more consistent player is giving P.K. Sark and the staff more possibilities within the defensive fronts this year. I think that's what we're seeing ahead into the day. I'm going to give you a quote that I was given yesterday. Uh, somebody had mentioned Dre yeah. Bledsoe, would, they thought was going to have a terrific game yeah. uh, against Rice and the whole thing. You know what they said? He goes, I think, I think he could have a number of sacks against Rice. And I go, why? He goes, well, I don't think they can block him. And I go, okay. And I go, why, why do you say that? He goes, because we can't block him in practice. So, <laughs> that, that gives you an idea of, of what uh, Dre Bledsoe uh, looks like. I'll be interested to see which of this group, though, Jerry, early shows out. Is Byron Murphy yeah. better this year? Is Alfred Collins legitimately turning the light bulb on? Uh, Tavondre Sweat, Dre Bledsoe, Baron Sorrell, have they taken that next step up? And then the last, last but not least, the mechanic, Ethan Burke, gets the start. The young man out of Westlake, a true sophomore. Uh, Jerry, this is the position we we pinpointed in preseason. Yep. Texas has to has to have an answer at. Ethan Burke's got to be a better player than Ovi was last year, period, point blank. Justice Finkley's got to be a, a much better player. Uh, and he was a good as a freshman against the run. He's got to be a much better player in year two. He should be a better player in year two. Uh, those two guys hold a lot of the uh, answers uh, for this position right now, first game of the year. I want to say this about D-tackle, too. Another reason I think Dre Bledsoe may have a big game, Bobby, he's in the catbird seat. Tavon Dre Sweat's going to wear these guys out. Rice is starting offensive line, him and Byron Murphy, and then Bledsoe gets to come in at 100% and pin his ears back and go get it. Bledsoe's in a really good spot to be an explosive disruptor player this season. Look at that depth chart. 
uh, the other offensive line, uh, if that team doesn't have a rotation, those guys are going to be tired and Bledsoe's going to come in fresh. Watch out for that. Colton, we appreciate the super chat, man. We're we're here to talk Longhorns, whatever we can, and there's news breaking. All right, uh, let's go down to the linebackers, Matt. If you'll you'll scroll down a little bit, and we can go through those at this time. Jet Bush at the Sam with Mo Blackwell likely unavailable today. We don't we don't think he's going to be available. Interesting that Cecilia Connor that, that caught my eye, Bobby. Yeah. That caught my eye. So he's not playing edge right now. They have him at the strong side backer. I think that's an interesting development looking down the line uh, for Texas. Because, you know, look, he's probably going to have a redshirt year even if he gets to some games because he's got to physically develop. But it's interesting the way they're looking at him as far as a position goes. All right. No, no surprise at middle linebacker. Maybe the only surprise is Jet Bush isn't listed at the linebacker at the, at the, as the backup. But with Jet Bush now the one at the strong side linebacker, I think it makes sense. I really believe that Bush is probably the back or is the backup at middle linebacker behind Ford. LaFowle, though, Steve Sarkeesian says will play. Here's the big one, though, to me, bud. Weak side linebacker. We did not expect this. We yeah, expected David matter of time, to be right? first. Matter of time. And Anthony Hill second. But they went with Orr at the starting wheel linebacker. David Benda and Anthony Hill co-starters. Yeah, that, that's just a matter of time. And, look, I think David Benda's – He's a better player than he was. He's He's been gradually improving, especially from spring to fall. But, look, Kelvin Banks came in and, and won a starting left tackle job, and they moved Christian Jones back to right tackle. Okay? Anthony Hill's probably that level player uh, from everything we've heard because of the mental makeup that goes with the physical uh, talent he has. So that's just a matter of time before Anthony Hill takes over. Got it. All right, uh, let's move on. Defensive back, Jerry, we talked about it. We, we said this was coming down to the end. It's Terrence Brooks or Gavin Holmes as starter at corner. Jalen Ka- or the other corner spot, Ryan Watts, backed up by Malik Muhammad and Warren Roberson. Brooks and Holmes, it came down to the very end at corner, and it looks like they're going to let this battle go into the season. And I, and I think it could be matchup dependent, too, at some level, Bobby. If, if Texas is playing somebody on the outside that's really fast on the field side, Gavin Holmes is the fastest corner they have. So I think this is Terrence Brooks, I think, is their starter. But I think I think it's important to note Texas has four really good corners. I mean, Ryan Watts has 13 starts last year. Terrence Brooks had three, played well when he got his chances at the end of the year. But I think watch this season. If there's if Texas is playing a really speedy receiver that's on the field side, I think you'll see Gavin Holmes take on that role more times than not. But I what I like about this starting, if, if Terrence Brooks and Ryan Watts roll out today. I don't think Rice can beat you vertically. So I think the more physical you are. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.
at the line of scrimmage and in the run game at the corner position is going to be huge today. All right, let's look at the uh, safety position. Uh, not surprising, Jalen Catalan, we, we had talked about how well uh, he was thought of inside the program, the transfer of from Arkansas. He gets to start over Keaton Crawford. B.J. Allen running third team there. Uh, the uh, boundary safety, though, Jaron Thompson, Michael Taft, and Derek Williams, a true freshman uh, listed on the depth chart at third string. We will likely see Derek Williams on special teams at the very least, but no real surprises at safety, correct? No, and, and I think, uh, look, I, I think if Derek Williams had been an early enrollee, he'd probably be a second-team guy right now. <laughs> I mean, th that's the value of being an early enrollee, I think. There's a difference there. Um, but, yeah, I think Derek Williams, look, he's he's going to come on this year. I, I would say watch for him uh, after he starts getting his feet wet. I think he's going to – the instincts, the feet are going to be another level. Um, and then star – star's a loaded position, Bobby. We talk about what singular position is the deepest on the team. Jade Barron, Gilbo, or Jordan, and Jelani McDonald, whose staff can't stop talking about in press conferences. That is four really good prospects at star. I mean, that is a lot of depth at the star position uh, because Gilbo played very well till his knee injury last year um, when he had his, his time as a starter. And then Austin Jordan got his feet wet last year. And Sark mentioned Austin Jordan in the press conference Thursday as somebody he was looking forward to seeing play. And I thought that was interesting as well. Um, so, you know, here's the thing with Austin Jordan. Could he also show up at safety today? Is he just locked in the star or could he also play a little safety today? Maybe boundary safety. We'll see. All right, uh, speaking with Jerry Hamilton of Inside Texas and on three. Uh, Jerry, we've got the watch with us that starts around 2.15 today. Uh, we also have the postgame show uh, with Rod Babers, myself, and Drew Kelson as well. Uh, Matt, in, in a second, I want to bring up the special teams uh, depth chart. There's a there, It goes through the, the kick and punt returners. We're going to go through that next. I uh, also want to talk a little bit, Jerry, about some news in the last couple of days. Dominic McKinley, the defensive lineman out of uh, Lafayette, committed to Texas A&M yesterday. Texas is going to continue to recruit him. No doubt. Bo Davis was at the game last night that uh, also featured Melvin Hills, the defensive lineman out of Lafayette Christian that's committed to Texas. All right. Zena Umiozulu announces is supposed to be at the game today. He announces September 6th. Justin Wells of Inside Texas was at Waco Connolly's game last night. Uh, Justin spoke briefly with Kobe Black in the postgame. Black says he's thinking about deciding sooner yeah. rather than later. I the Longhorns so. expected to be among the finalists there. Uh, all right, let's go forward here, Jerry, and yep. talk a little bit about special teams. Matt, if you don't mind putting that up for us uh, when you get a chance. Okay, all right. No major surprises here, Jerry. Burt Auburn is your kicker. Will Stone, the backup. Ryan Sanborn, the transfer from Stan Stanford, is the punter. He's also the holder. He did that at Stanford as well. Yep. Um, kickoff guy, Will Stone, uh, backed up by Burt Auburn. Deep snapper, Lance St. Louis, who they recruited as a scholarship player, by the way, uh, out of Arizona. Kick returners. This is interesting. Keelan Robinson, Jordan Whittington are the two that start there. Jonathan Brooks also uh, a backup. Punt returner, Worthy, Whittington, and then Jonte Cook. Yeah, I think uh... – Punt return's interesting that Jordan Whittington's listed as a backup if that depth chart is correct. There's been a couple of errors on it, we believe. That is interesting um, that uh, he, he's the backup punt returner if that's actually what happens in the game today. Uh, but, yeah, Keelan Robinson was close to popping one last year. 
Um, I think he's going to get one this year. I, I really think he wants to get a score uh, this year. I, I think Joe D. Camillus is going to help that return game, uh, kickoff return and punt return game. I think it was a great hire by Steve Sarkeesian. I'm very interested to see if, the, if it gets to the second team punt returner, if it's Whittington or if it's Cook today. I think Worthy could pop one either against Texas or Rice as well, have a big return. Hey, Matt, put the okay, – uh, I saw against the, Rice or Wyoming. Sorry, misspoke. Let's put the, the uh, offensive uh, – uh, put the offensive – uh, depth chart back up on the board, guys. Let's let's put that back up because I want to go through some things. Uh, Jerry is reporting right now that we believe Neto Umiazulu was just some mistake of some sort. Uh, he is expected to play today. He was not listed on the original depth chart. Uh, they may be in the process of changing that. We don't know. We're double checking it, but it it sounds like he is uh, expected to play. I will add this based on on what we know. Uh, interesting here. Malik Murphy or as a starter with Mar or as a second teamer with Arch Manning, CJ Baxter, an or with Jonathan Brooks, uh, wide receiver Casey Kane and Isaiah Nayor, the backup there as well. Cole Hudson, the 13 game starter for a year ago, and DJ Campbell also listed as an or uh, as starters. So those are the ors they put on the offensive side of the ball. No decision, it looks like. Although I'm, I am hearing that Malik Murphy will be the second person to go into the game at quarterback if it comes to that today uh, for the Longhorns. I, by I mean, the way, here, people are asking about Sadir Mitchell. We don't have the answer of why he's not on the depth chart. Yeah, we do not. I think he. I think he got. I think he did not get. He was not in great shape coming out of summer. But we'll see how that goes. I still think he's going to play and play a lot this year. Uh, we'll we'll have those talks. All right. Jerry, it's it's uh, about I guess almost wow four hours from the, the kickoff it uh, is. season. It's uh, ten thirty in the morning here as we're doing this. Uh, any last thoughts before we get going today? Uh, I'm seeing some scores. Hey guys, why don't y'all put your scores in the comments? Score predictions in the comments. Uh, Jerry, any any last thoughts here today before we get going? Uh, you know, I think uh, what I want to see from Texas today is dominate on first downs defensively. I, I really think yeah, this is a set-the-tone game for the season. Not that it means you're going to go in and uh, own first down against the run against Bama next week in Tuscaloosa, but it's a set-the-tone game um, uh, for Texas, set the tone of the season. And that also means running the ball when you want to run the ball and how you want to run the ball against Rice. Rice was not is not a good defensive front. They're going to have to bring a lot of numbers in the box to try to stop the run game. Uh, and if Texas has success running it early – uh, I think vertical shots and everything Sark wants out of the playbook today is going to be there. I'm also interested to see – I have 56-13 today, by the way, guys. I love the score predictions. Um, I'm also interested to see how much formationally Sark does. I think Texas is good – they wants Quinn playing to his strengths. And I think that's 11 personnel playing with a little more tempo at times, especially because of the wide receiver and tight end position. And I think the key there – is if you can start clearing out, if you can get vertical, if you have a vertical passing game early this season, what does that do opening up the short passing game for running backs, tight ends? There's a lot of things you can attack linebackers. You can attack it differently if you can stretch the field vertically, which Texas could not do last year. Texas favored by 35 and a half by most prognosticators. I think Texas is going to win by 40. My, my issue is I don't know how many points Rice is going to score. I've, I've been between three and seven 
uh, this week. And, and I'm I going 13 with a late score. And I mean, look, JT Daniels has played in a thousand games. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. His third start uh, for the Longhorns. Talking a, a little bit more about some other games across the country, the 11 o'clock games that we're kind of leading up to here uh, that are interesting to me. Michigan, number two in the country, takes on uh, takes on East Carolina. They're favored by Michigan, favored by 35 and a half. Virginia goes to Tennessee, the number 12 ranked Volunteers, favored by 28. They break in a new quarterback and a new group of receivers, by the way, Jerry. The one that a lot of people are going to be thinking about, probably not watching because there are not many fans of either of these teams that really watch a lot of football, Colorado TCU uh, on Fox. Deion Sanders showed up in a sprinter van, not even on the team bus. They're going to get whacked today. (laughs) Well, TCU's favored by 21, if that gives you any uh, estimate. The Horned Frogs go into the season ranked number 17. Uh, Arkansas State goes to OU. Uh, that game kicks at 11 on ESPN. The Sooners favored by 36. We should see fairly early if the Sooners are going to be better on defense. I'm not so interested what their offense does against Arkansas State as I am their defense. If they keep them to single digits, that could be a dramatic improvement for Brett uh, Venables and his crew. Uh, let's go to the, the uh, 2 o'clock games or the 2.30 games. Ohio State plays a, a – uh, the number three ranked team plays a uh, conference game against Indiana, uh, but the Buckeyes go to Indiana and are still favored by 31. That You know, uh, here's one that's interesting for Texas fans. Washington, who the Longhorns lost to uh, in the Alamo Bowl game a year ago, they host Boise State. Uh, the Huskies right now ranked number 10. Uh, they are favored by 14 in this game. Uh, I like him to win by more. Yep. So the, the 230 lineup, just to give people a, a sense here, CBS is Ohio State, Indiana. Uh, ABC is Washington uh, versus Boise State. NBC, Notre Dame takes on the mighty power of Tennessee State on NBC. Uh, Texas has the Fox 230 game against Rice. Uh, the Longhorns, as I mentioned, 35 and a half point favorites. Six o'clock games, uh, Kansas State uh, plays Southeast Missouri State. A&M plays New Mexico. They're, they're hosting New Mexico. The, the Aggies favored by 38 in that game. MTSU goes to Bama. That's Middle Tennessee State goes to Bama. Bama favored by 39. Jalen Milrow announced yesterday by Nick Saban will be the starter in Tuscaloosa for the I, Crimson I mean, Tide. I'm interested to see who plays comes in number two. Is it Ty Simpson or is it Buchner? Yeah. I, 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 maybe that's been announced. I haven't. I've been so busy. I haven't had time to follow it. Uh, but I, I'm interested to see who comes in as number two quarterback for Bama. I think that could be telling. Gotcha. All right. And finally, uh, UNC plays uh, South Carolina. Mac Brown going for his 100th win as a North Carolina Tar Heel coach. He had 158 at Texas. That would make him 258 overall. Uh, or not more than that, actually, overall. But my point being, this could be one of those things that he finally wanted to do uh, is get this done and get over the hump and get 100 wins at Carolina. Could be Mac Brown's swan song this I mean, year. I would, I, would leave, I would leave when Drake May heads off to be the number two pick in the draft. I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go a little bit more. We've got a couple more thoughts to go, and we want to talk about players that we, we think are going to have a great game. One of them is uh, that I think Rod uh, mentioned yesterday is this. Michael, my business says, J.T. Sanders goes off today. Jerry, you think that the uh, junior from Denton Ryan going to have a good good game? 
Yeah, I think. Look, I, I think, I think JT Sanders will have a good game for sure. Um, Rice's linebackers are actually really good players. Um, I think JT Sanders has an athletic advantage against those guys, but they're experienced players. I'm interested. I'm just interested to see how Sark attacks the field today in the passing game. I, I really am interested to see what he does. Um, I, I could see JT making maybe not having a huge game in terms of catches, but I could see him making a couple of big plays down the field. Got it. Um, I, I tell you what, we're also going to be watching for Quinn Ewers, see how he plays today. A lot of questions uh, for the Longhorns uh, as we get ready uh, for them this afternoon at 2.30. Hey, Jerry. Well, yeah, by, the, by the way, somebody's saying, oh, yeah, yeah, thank you for that, Casey. Somebody's on this chat saying Deion Sanders haters. Look, I worked with Deion for years at the Under Armour All-America game. I helped run the Prime 21 camp in Dallas. Just to make, just to be clear, I actually like Deion Sanders. I Deion Sanders, I think, is great for the game. I just don't think they have a very good team, <laughs> to be Here's clear. Difference. I mean, Jawan Mitchell transfers a week and a half ago and is the starter at linebacker. I, I think they have issues on the, uh, on the offensive and defensive line as the season goes along. And uh, by the way, Paxton, the shade is great. Uh, because walking around for an hour before this at 45 minutes, it not being in the shade was not great. And I'm about to go do that again so I can get in the get mingle with all you guys. Well, I, I, I tell you what, um, Jerry, I don't know if we know this. How from Justin Yarbrough, how did the recruits and commits play last night? You have any tidbits for us? Uh, Parker Livingstone got hurt. Oh, no. um, he was in, yeah, I think he had an ankle. I'm not for sure on that. We'd have to check, but he was in a boot, I believe. Um, Danny Okoye. One of the top targets on the board hurt her shoulder last night and sent out a pray for me text at 822 Central Time. Um, so I think it was a, a little bit of a rough night in that regard. Um, but I, I, I've not seen anything. Uh, Trey Owens had a, a couple of big throws and a big run in their game last night. Um, and I'll have more on that on Inside Texas tomorrow morning. It got uh, lost a little bit in the shuffle with all uh, uh, start of the season today. Got it. All right. Well, Jerry, I'm going to let you get back to it. You got to work the message boards. I see people already milling around, holding up signs, taking pictures behind you. Uh, guys, that's going to do it. Uh, let me say one last time. If you want to follow us on Inside Texas, okay, and that's what that's uh, where Jerry and I are all the time, along with people like Eric Nalene, our publisher, Joe Cook, Justin Wells, Paul Wadlington, Ian Boyd, uh, the whole crew. Uh, visit us there at InsideTexas.com. We have a special going right now. We're on the message boards almost all day today. Uh, go to o, go to Inside Texas and then use the promo code OTFIT23. You get $1 for two months subscription. Uh, it is the best that you can get. You have to select the monthly offer to get that, uh, that, that uh, price point. Also, remember, we're back at 215 today to start the watch with us, uh, with Aaron uh, Hogan, myself, Jerry, Ian, uh, Ian Boyd, as well as Eric Nalene. And then we have the post-game show that starts the minute the uh, bell sounds or the, the whistle sounds on the final. All right, for Jerry Hamilton, I'm Bobby Burton. That's been a pre-game live stream uh, from <laughs> Pivo Boulevard. Jerry, go out there and have a little fun, uh, meet some folks, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon during the game. All right, bud. Thank you.